It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Please take your Bibles and turn to Genesis chapter 6 and verse 1 again. We're going to go ahead and read our text for this week. We're preaching and teaching on this thought, you can stand. You can stand. Genesis chapter 6 and verse 1 says this, And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he is also flesh, yet his days shall be an hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children unto them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that the imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah, Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God. As I said, we're dealing with this thought this week, you can stand. And now we're still just really introducing it. We began to focus yesterday on the sin of the world. We find that the sin of Noah's day in in the world then is really the same place we find our world in today. It's the same state that we're in. A very wicked, sinful place. A very wicked, sinful, ungodly time that we find ourselves in. And we began to work yesterday on four four different areas that we see a a, a downgrade or a, a downward trend in society uh, four areas that we can compare our world today to their Noah's world back then, and we'll find that we match up. We match up identically. We barely touched. We touched on this point yesterday, and then almost got to the next point. But we, we see that in Noah's day, there was an ungodly emphasis on the women. Uh, a very Wrong attitude towards them. It says in verse 1, And daughters were born unto them. There had been young ladies born a long time before that. But now, for some reason, there was an ungodly emphasis and focus on them. Just as we see in our society today. And it's all a very sinful emphasis and sinful focus. Very uh, sexual emphasis. And I hate to even have to go and be preaching like that and teaching like that, but that is the truth of the matter. That's exactly where we are at. And it goes a step farther because it wasn't just an ungodly emphasis put on them, but there was a lustful mentality behind it. 
We think of the verse in Proverbs talking about the, the harlot. He says, lust not after her beauty in thine heart. But today that's exactly where we find our culture. In verse 2 it says that the sons of God saw the daughters of men. They were fair. And they took them wives of all which they chose. Here, the, here are these men that just began. They, they, they were lustful. Whatever looked good to them, that's what they were going to take. As many as they wanted, it didn't matter. There was no restrictions. They didn't care. As long as their lust were satisfied. Lust is simply a very strong desire. Today we find a lustful mentality in a lot more ways than just towards women. And I'm being very blunt and to the point, but it's time somebody deals with some of this It needs to happen. We need to have our eyes open to where we are at because all of this, as I'll show in a moment, affects us and it affects the church. It's a a mentality that seeps the culture so deeply that it's ingrained in us if we're not careful. Today, that lust, that lustful mentality, it's not just stopped with the women. Romans chapter 1 tells us how that man burned in their lust one towards another. Men with men working that which is unseemly, unseemly. That's the sin of sodomy being described. Men fill, trying to fill the lust of their own heart. It's wicked in God's sight. It's an abomination in God's sight. But sodomy is approved of today by the politically correct crowd. More than just just being okay. It's accepted and promoted. Sad where we've come to. Lately we've heard a lot about all these big child trafficking organizations being busted up and, and, and caught. I didn't realize near the extent of how big these things were or how much of it existed it just goes to show how lustful our, our culture, our world is today. That adults would be going after the kids in such wicked ways. We see it in things like drugs and alcohol that flow freely in the streets. These things are destructive to a society. It all led to the moral breakdown, the moral decay in society. It all started when their focus got wrong and they began to give in to their desires. I believe another thing that we can see here is the breakdown of the Christian home through wrong marriages. It talks about that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. Now, if you're any at all familiar with God's Word, you'll find that there are those out there that say these sons of God were angels, fallen angels, that, that um, began to marry with the seed of man, and they created a super race. That's what they'll say. I, I really struggle with that, and I'm going to sh- tell you why. I, I believe that these were this was just the godly seed line of Seth intermingling with the uh, wicked 
line of Cain. Here, I'll give you, I guess, one, one of my biggest reasons for it is simply this. Fallen angels are never referred to in the Word of God as the sons of God. In Job, when you find that phrase, sons of God, again, it says, Satan came among them, but it made a very clear distinction between who was the sons of God and Satan. For the acts that were going on here, the sin that was going on, this it would have had if it was an angel, it would have been a fallen angel. And if it was a fallen angel, there's no way that the word of God would have called them the sons of God. That's just where I stand. It makes sense to me and aids me in the text. And now if you disagree with me, there's some good men that I believe do. You have your right to, but that's what I see from here. And so from that, I'm preaching from that perspective. Here's these, this godly seed line, these, these godly men coming from the line of, uh, of Seth, seeing Cain's daughters, the world's daughters, if, if I can say that. And all of a sudden, the only qualification for them for marriage was not that they were part of a godly seed line. It was, had nothing to do with that. It was, oh, wow, she's pretty. I want her. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? That's where the majority of Christian homes find themselves today. We see that there's a breakdown of the Christian home through wrong marriages. There was the wrong qualifications. They were picking them just because they looked good to them. Same reason most people get married today. It has almost nothing to do with the quality of, of their character or their work ethic, anything like that. It has nothing to do with what the Bible talks about, the Proverbs 31 woman. We're all messed up. See, Satan's in all this, breaking down the home. It says they took them wives of all which they chose. That means very possibly polygamy was going on. So here in Noah's day, you find what was supposed to be the Christian home. It was being compromised by godly, the godly seed mingling with the ungodly seed, compromising with the world, giving up their convictions just for some girl's looks. I don't know how many young men are listening today, but don't you ever, ever begin to go that direction. I don't mean, of course there has to be attraction, but if attraction to, to the opposite sex is the only qualification you've got for marriage, I'm telling you, you're headed for trouble and fast. They had the wrong qualifications for for why they were taking them wives. But we see this um, in our society today. The home is being broken down in a lot more ways than just one. Not only are there a lot of wrong marriages going on, a lot of unequal yokes as the Bible would talk about it, where a saved person gets married to an unsaved person. God does not approve of that. Let me be clear on that. But then the homes that are together, a lot of the, the society today, you know, it seems to run off of a, how would you say it, two incomes in the home where they expect the, the, the mom to work outside of the home and the father. And I know some people, they, some people are going to disagree with me on this, and that's fine. I'm just going to quote scripture to you. The Bible talks about women being keepers 
at home, not just keepers of the home. Here is my point, that when women began to leave the home, leave the training of the children up to the government and to others, the home began to break down. God ordered the home the way He did for a reason. You see, women, you you are worth so much in God's eyes. And God gave you a job that He could not have entrusted to the man. A job to make the home be what it ought to be as a home. A job to be training up those kids so that when they get older, they'll stay right. They'll go the right direction. I don't think many women realize how much power they've got. Power to literally shape a nation, shape a society, all by how they train their children. But sadly, the greater majority of our society today has subbed it out to the government and we're reaping the benefits now. The children are being raised raised up incorrectly and wickedness prevails. We see all this is part of the moral breakdown that was there in Noah's day and it's very visible and evident in our day today. There is a moral breakdown. There is a compromise, a lot of compromise happening between the Christians and the unsaved. And all of this is allowing for us to go downhill faster and faster and faster. We're like a snowball rolling downhill. We're just picking up speed as we go. And if God doesn't intervene, and if people don't get serious with God and begin to take a stand and begin to say, look, the buck stops here. I'm not going to allow these things to begin to happen in my home, in my life, in my family. We're putting the the, the stop to it right here. We're putting the brakes on and we're going to go God's way. If people don't begin to turn back to God, We're going to continue going down on this downward spiral and there will be nothing left to salvage of our homes. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwallen.org.